Hello there. Proverbs 31 says, She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. In this week's episode of Speaking of Love, my next guest is a living example of a Proverbs 31 virtuous woman. Her name is Nikwe Perry. She is the loving wife of Minister Dwayne Perry. She's a mom and she enjoys ministry work and helping others in her community. Nikwe is also a motivational speaker with the gift of empowering other women. Nikwe and I will sit down for a candid interview about God, marriage, motherhood, friendship, leadership, and so much more. Please join us this Saturday at 12 o'clock noon on Facebook Live. We hope to see you there. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're on. We're live. Just a moment. Okay, okay. So good morning. Good morning. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Speaking of Love, the podcast. My name is Latoya, and I am the host of this podcast. I have a wonderful show lined up for us today. I'm super, super, super excited. I have an amazing guest with us, Mrs. Nikwe Perry. I'm so excited to have her here. She's a spiritual leader. She empowers women. She's a mother. She's a minister's wife. I have so many great things lined up for us today. But before I do so, I would like to give you a little history about my podcast. The podcast is called Speaking of Love. I created this podcast in honor of my father, Herman McAlpin. My dad committed suicide uh, on March 2nd of this year. And years ago, my father was a award-winning radio show host. He had a sports radio show and his show was called Speaking of Sports. So to honor his memory and the legacy that he has left behind, I created this podcast called Speaking of Love as a form of spreading love, giving people hope for the future, empowering, enlightening, just a wealth of positivity is my aim, my mission, and my purpose. So today I am here with you. I have an amazing young lady. She's going to talk to us, and her mission today is to help empower women. She is a strong woman. She is a phenomenal woman, and I like to call her a virtuous woman because she represents all that the Proverbs 31 speaks of when we talk about a a virtuous woman. Miss Nikwe Perry, she has the ability and the gift to empower other women to look inside of them and tap into their many gifts and talents. I know personally she has helped me out and I just want to welcome her to my platform. Welcome Nikwe, welcome to the program. Thank you Toy, thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. You are someone that I truly treasure and admire. I met you a few years ago. Your husband and my husband work together and you are such an amazing, gifted, anointed woman of God. And I thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And I didn't, I'll never get the chance to tell you, Toy, that I, um, I never uh, reached out to you like I should have with, uh, with the passing of your father. So I wanted to let you know that, you know, I'm definitely, I'll be praying for you daily and everything. And I'd like to see the strength that you had, um, that you're exhibiting, you know, what uh, to ex- experience something, you know, of that nature. So 
Um, I, I just loved your your strength and everything. Well, thank you, Nikwai. You know, my my goal is to turn my pain into something purposeful. You know, I don't just want to cry every day and be sad. I want to use my pain for a greater purpose. And that's what we're doing today. So tell me a little bit about you. Like, where did you grow up your early years in life? I grew up on the east side of Detroit on a street uh, called Robert Street. It's located um, uh, between Harper and Van Dyke. I went to uh, Kettering High School, graduated uh, from there. Um, I lived with both my parents and my oldest brother, who was two years older than me. Um, that's where I lived and what um, high school that I went to. Awesome. So growing up, because I know you're you're married to a minister, and we'll talk more about him later. But I know that growing up, church was very important to you. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Um, even though I wasn't um, raised in the church, like going to church every Sunday, uh, I did. My parents did let me go with trusted neighbors. That was uh, really heavy in the ministry. So I will attend with them with the trusted neighbors but uh, as far as my parents and stuff going to church and stuff like that they didn't although they they did believe in God but we just didn't uh they didn't attend church on a regular basis okay okay so I know that you're a mother you have two daughters talk to me about your daughters oh my god my little wise women is what I call them they are phenomenal in fact today we're um my oldest is having a yard sale where it, she'll be promoting her tie-dye shirts and lip gloss she make and hand sanitizer. So I'll be putting that on Facebook Live a little bit later on. Her dad and brother them is out setting up now. Oh. And uh, my youngest one, she's going to do her first lemonade stand today. Oh, that's You know, it's just, uh, being a mother, it's, it's just amazing. I mean, my heart just be so just drifted and just excited just, just seeing them. And everything, knowing that I'm a mom. You know, Nikwe, you have a unique gift in helping other women look inside of themselves to find their greater purpose. Where does that gift come from? How did you learn how to empower other women? I always uh, look at things, you know, through prayer, I always look at and be able to ask God to help me to be able to relate to other women. But for one, just what if this was me? You know, what, what advice would I give myself if I was this woman with this situation? Or how um, I want someone to restore this situation as a woman that I could possibly be going through? Yes, you are so right. I know there was a time when I was struggling in my marriage and your husband helped my husband and I we were going through a rough patch with our communication with each other and the way you helped me it was just so so genuine and I felt like you were there to help us not to judge us and you were very influential in helping us save our marriage you really were and I will always remember and thank you for doing that for us I really no do. problem no problem at all and it was it all and it was all faith-based everything that you oh I'm sorry I think there's a little bit of a lag. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. 
So um, what I was saying was everything that you gave us in terms of helping us, the pointers that you gave us was, it was all spiritual and it was all Bible-based and faith-based. How important is your faith to you? My faith is my lifeline. That's where I get, you know, my calmness, you know, my patience, you know, um, I seek wisdom that way, uh, just being being still and let God just use me to be able to say the right things, to be able to carry my delivery. Well, what exactly is it that you want me to say to this individual? Mm-hmm. So my, my faith is uh, where I draw a lot of my strength from, and you know, both with what I do know and with during uncertainty with things. So how important is prayer to you? Do you institute prayer in your daily life? Every day. Every day. Not a, single, not a day go by that I do not pray. Now, when it comes to prayers, I know sometimes people have like a selfish prayer, like, Lord, help me win the lottery. Lord, help me get this, <laughs> this red Camaro with the turbo engine. What's the right way to pray for the things that we want in life? Just believe that you will receive it. Mm-hmm. You you have to believe that God is um, honoring and listening to you. You have to have that thought process and you have to believe that it's, it's going to happen, that, you know, he, he is going to hear your prayer. So in, in your lifetime, what would you say has been the greatest spiritual lesson that you have learned in life? Um, For instance, um, my the spiritual lesson is, Say, for instance, if I'm, I'm having a moment or, you know, I'm, um, I, I'm, I just may be in a dark place or something like that. I, it, I almost figure that like God is putting me like in a timeout, mm-hmm. like chastising me like, oh, you know better. You know, you, you, not, you know, you're not supposed to be doing this. You know, you not you should have said that you could have responded that way better you could have did this better so if I haven't learned anything you know being on this spiritual journey it have been what God can sit me down get me to be reminded to humble myself and just get back on track yes definitely you are a very and I watch you with your children and I watch you with your husband and you have learned, you have taught me how to be more humble, especially as a wife. (laughs) (laughs) We believe that. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about your husband. Your husband is Minister Dwayne Perry. And what advice would you give to other women on how to maintain a successful marriage? And how do you achieve that? You have to have uh, accountability and and accountability partner. Like you, you have to pray that God will send, um, you know, um, a woman with wisdom and um, that can give you counsel, some godly counsel. Mm -hmm. You can't run, you know, to everybody to tell them some, some of your business that you may be going through with your husband or anything like that, because that is so important. So for instance, you, you can't go run to your cousins or uh, a sister or somebody like that. Well, like, you should do this, you should do that. Early on in my years, when we was first married, I would tell my family little stuff like, oh, you know, he did this or he, he get on my nerve with this or he get on my nerve with that. And they would be like, oh, you should leave him. 
-hmm. oh you should do this so once i start changing the direction and learning and um and and again you have to be ask god you know send me to the right people i learned i got different advice from women that was connected to God and they'd be like, no, you need to pray. That's the area that he, you know, you need, he need to show you that he need prayer for, mm -hmm. or you need, you all need to communicate, you know, better in this area, you know, or you all need to pray better in that area. So I would definitely say, have you an, a, a person that you're accountable to that, you know, that is safe to air and um, discuss things. So you can be able to get through um, certain issues that you may have in your marriage. So Nicole, at helping other women achieve their goals to realize their qualities in life, how would you encourage, let's say there's a mother, uh, she's married, she has a lot of stress in her life. How would you encourage her to keep going and just not to give up? Because it's so easy to give up. Staying connected with her, um, like for instance, if um, we get a couple that um, the wife may be going through something, I'll tell them like, okay, look, I'm going to be accountable to you for two weeks. I'm going to devote at least two weeks, you know, based on the circumstance, two weeks of my time that you're going to be accountable. So if you, you're having a moment, you, um, you need prayer, you can't take it. I'm, my phone is on, you know, is on for you. I'm at your access 24 seven within this two week or week span or something like that. So we can talk through it. Mm -hmm. I know that when my husband and I, we were having difficulties at one point and the four of us, we were on the phone. It was you, me, my husband and your husband. And I'm going to tell you, my husband, I love him with all my heart, but my husband can be very, very stubborn. And when it comes to listening to someone, your husband is the only person <laughs> on the planet earth that can talk to my husband and get him to look at things from a calmer point of view, you know, a more rational point of view. And so for me, I'm a very emotional person. I'm, I'm always about feelings and not so much about logic. And so you had to help me with that and say, listen to a that's how you feel, but that's not the reality of it. So what I love about your ministry and what you and your husband do is that you don't take sides. And you told me what I needed to hear in a way that I needed to hear it to help us. Right, right. Oh, yeah. You, uh, you and uh, Kimani, oh, my God. You know, <laughs> you are just remind us so much of ourselves when we was first married and everything because we did that we had um ministers um especially and i always get them credit minister ron and lashawn who poured into us like hours and days and months where we was just accountable and and they just helped break it down to us like no this is what he's trying to say this is what she's trying to let off that is so I mean, I like, I think that's just the key to have an accountable couple that you're submitted to and you all can just have that, you no, know, it's safe to go talk to them. Mm -hmm. It's safe that it's a, it's a no judgment zone or whatever. And because I want my marriage to work and they will help me break down, get me to look at some key principles and I, I can be back focused on what's at hand. And yeah. that's for us to have a successful marriage. Yes, you know, you all recommended that my husband and I attend the marriage boot camp. 
And I was thinking, for what? I'm a good wife. I don't need to go to marriage boot camp. I have all the answers. I'm perfect. I don't need marriage boot camp. But I'm going to tell you, Nikwe, that marriage boot camp that was uh, given by Mr. Minister Ron and LaShawn totally changed my life. And it helped not only me be a better wife, it helped my marriage. It helped me as an overall human being. And I, I was so, I was so sad. Like the, it, there were, it was for 10 weeks. And that final week, I was so sad to see it end because I wanted to continue the camaraderie and continue yeah. being a part of it. It was a beautiful experience. And I never would have experienced that in my life had it not been for you and your husband. So I thank you so much for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. We love it. We love to see when, like, I have one um, couple, when he see us, he'd be like, you know, y'all the reason my second son here. Because <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for that boot camp, or, or are you telling me about this marriage retreat that's going on, you know, he wouldn't be here. You know, mm -hmm. but we, um, we just count it all, you know, to glory and just be thankful that we are in position to be able to influence people and that people want that, you know, they, they want to see hopeful people that they didn't been through the trenches. They have been there. So they want to like, it's, we're normal. It's okay. We've been there and we'll be able to touch other people's lives. Yes. You have definitely touched my life and my husband's life and our marriage. You have given us so much, so many tools that we can carry with us for the rest of our marriage. And you have definitely shown that you are a virtuous woman, not only just because you're the, the wife of a minister, but because of the way you carry yourself, your energy, everything about you exudes love. So how do you define love? I define it for my, for this, just from my perspective, I, I define it more as action-based, whereas some people, you know, they, they can be all right with just hearing it. And I, I'm, I'm not saying that that's not um, a sufficient way, but for me, I, I like to see if I'm going through something, you know, or, or if I'm having something positive going on, your presence, your words of encouragement, um, your text or anything is, I'm, I'm more action-based, just, just more of a show me mm -hmm. that you love, have to be, you know, to this it can be little things it don't have to be nothing big or anything like that it's just it's just a small thing but just just show me you know sometime more than you can just tell me now I know Nikwe, um you have recommended a few spiritual books to me when I needed a little guidance and help and one of the books you recommended was the power of a praying wife that mm -hmm. was a very good book do you have any I mean what's the best book that you've ever read you have any favorite I got three that I want to show the audience. One of them, I keep this on my nightstand. This is by Stormy O'Martian. This is the power of a praying woman. Uh, I mean, is this is this can really? This is a life changing book. Um, the second one is uh, Gather Your Pearls. It's more of a self uh, self help book, but from a spiritual level. And her name is Keisha Ashley. This is a, a really really good book, and it it tells you know, how you can break things down if you're going through something, how to resolve in conflict, you know, the right way. And lastly is my husband's book, The Hebrews Your Faith um, book. And um, this is a good faith 
that you, uh, I mean, far out. Get, he has so many real life testimonies in his book where people, a man was, got healed of cancer, you know, from um, just having faith. Just if you want a faith booster, this is the book to get. And how do we get the books? And can you give us the names of the books again? Yep, Hebrews Your Faith, um, Dwayne Perry. You can get it off can Amazon. It, can you hold it up a little bit closer? Yeah, there we go. Hebrews Your Faith by Minister Dwayne Perry. Yeah. And that's a five-star rated book on Amazon, I believe, right? Yes, yes, it is. Hebrews and, um, Your Faith. Hebrews Your Faith by Minister Dwayne Perry. And you know what I'll do? I'll add the link to those books uh okay. the facebook comments as well okay okay and then the other one you can get, get off amazon is uh, gather your pearls by keisha ashley and um the power of a praying woman and she they got different books you got the power of praying husband the power of a praying wife uh the power of a praying mother father so she got different ones but they're all you can get off amazon Okay, and I will definitely post the link to those. Um, we have a few people here on our Facebook feed. I'm going to read out their names. And if any of our Facebook viewers, if you have questions, would you please uh, send a comment and we will definitely answer your questions here live. We have, um, we have my cousin, Carlene Henley. She says, action, speak louder than words. We have my beautiful friend, Lisa Thompson Allen. She says, I love the power of a praying woman, wife, mother, mother of children, mother of grown children. She is a fabulous author. We have Elaine Benford. She says that she wants both. We have Shannon Monet watching. We have Andrea Kruger. She wants details on the boot camp, please. You know what? I will definitely get you the information for the marriage boot camp. It goes, I think they run it twice a year, once in the fall and once in the spring. So I'll definitely get that information for you. We have Sherry Gulley. She's watching. Hi, Sherry. And also we have Tamika Lewis watching. I am so thankful that our viewers are here. And if anyone has questions for Mrs. Nikwai Perry, please go ahead and write them in and we will get your questions answered. So Nikwai, um, I know that you also have your profession. You work a nine to five job. You're a mother. Yeah. You're the wife of a minister. Tell us, how do you balance all of this? Um, as far as being um, a woman in the workforce and being a mother and, you know, a wife, the first thing I have to do is I have to put my kids' needs first. Okay. You know, and what I do is I, you know, I have to make sure that they're okay mentally, physically, you know, making sure nothing is being neglected, you know, educationally, medically, or anything. My kids need to come first. And then, of course, you know, my husband priority and stuff, but we pretty much, you know, check in with one another and it still goes to, okay, what's in the best interest for the kids? Mm -hmm. So after that, and I know everything is good, I'm able to go and serve the public and workforce and be able to give my all, which, which is my requirement duties that I supposed to do, but it's, it, it have to start in the home first. Yes, it does. It definitely yeah. does. And I know another factor that you and your husband have helped me and my husband with is the communication. You and your husband have such a dynamic 
communication uh, relationship. You talk on the phone a lot. You have very in-depth conversations. I love the fact that when you're riding in the car together, sometimes you'll sit in the back seat with your daughters. I still do. (laughs) (laughs) To keep them company. I'm like, oh my God, that is so beautiful. So how would you encourage a woman who may be in a marriage and she wants to enhance her communication with her husband? How do we get them to listen to us more and talk to us more? Well, I do. We, me and my husband, we um, go out like once a week and we call that where there's no kids or anything. And we call it, this is our day. We're going to clear out of fences. Okay. You know, so we just go on a date, go on a walk or, you know, do something like that and say, did I do anything to offend you mm. this week? Oh, let's let's talk about it. Let's work through it. And you'll be surprised some of the things where, you know, I was mad, you know, you didn't put the clothes in the laundry, like, you know, like I asked you to. And, you know, and you, you have to be open to hear their response. And he was like, well, you know, I, I was on a, such an, um, an insurance call or something like that. I totally forgot about it, you know, but you have to make time for that forgiveness to take place that that day, let's clear out offenses once a week. Mm-hmm. So and it's, it's something to look forward to. It's like, okay, you know, like my husband, like I couldn't wait till our day we could clear our defenses this week, you know, or something like that. But it's, it, it, you have to have that trust. You have that safety um, there. And just, and again, you have to believe that God is going to be in the midst. But I truly encourage couples to have that once a week. Let's just clear our defenses for the week. Wow. I love that. I love it. Because when you do that, you don't have to harbor any resentment. You don't have to feel any anger. And because you know that in a few days, you're going to be able to release whatever was bothering you about the marriage that week. So that's perfect. So because like, if my husband leaves his socks out, you know, and I know that's a common gripe from women but if my husband leaves his socks out or if he leaves his pop bottle on the table I can just you know tell him when we go on our next date you know I I didn't like that pop bottle sitting on the table yeah absolutely absolutely and you know you get better results that way as opposed that have been very successful for us yes Yes, as opposed to saying, hey, look, you left this on the table. Hello. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, in, a, in addition to the communication tools, what other resources would you say are beneficial to couples? Forgiveness. That's um, you, you, you got to be able to um, be able to forgive. You know, uh, you, you have you have to have that. Um, um, again, increasing uh, your prayer time together, you know, where uh, you have to pray. Um, know that is, uh, you have your trust level higher. Um, it, it's just, it's, it, you'll be surprised. It's just little key things. Mm-hmm. And again, be accountable on another, you know, let know like, I'm looking forward, you know, to going on our offense date this week to clear out our offenses, you know, because I want, and you, you got to follow up with something positive. I want, I, I, you know, I want to become a better woman, a wife, you know, I want you to become a better husband for me. So we got to have these things. It, it has to be the forefront of our marriage. 
Yes, definitely. We have a question here from one of our viewers, Sheree. I don't know if it's Sheree or Sherry. I hope I'm saying it right. Sherry Gully wants to know, how do you plan your days, Nikwai? Oh, Sherry, I get up, I, I pray, um, get the kids together. Well, I get in the shower and you'll be surprised in the shower. It's like God just downloads a lot of things, you know, in my spirit because I have my praise and worship music going while I'm getting in the shower. And I mean, I can, it, it gets, it, it's so um, soothing because he'll just be like, we're this today. Where you know wear, wear this color today. Like I don't even I cannot plan out what I wear because I, I I look forward to God speaking to me and telling me, you know, I want you to wear this. I want you to do that. And I keep a journal by me because when he just downloads so much to me, I have to write it down at that moment before the kids throw me off with their demands on me and everything like that. But uh definitely. Uh, through prayer and set aside your time to be able to hear from God. Mm -hmm. Yes, you definitely have to do that. And making God the center focus of your marriage is really the only way. It's really the only Absolutely. way that a marriage can survive. What other, okay, so there are people who are married. I have a close friend of mine who's actually going to be going through a divorce. The marriage is in trouble. How do you prevent as a wife what can we do to prevent our marriages from going south? How can we stop the destruction of something so beautiful? Focus on the good things, but don't be blindsided or turn a deaf ear to the, um, or blind eye to the things that's really pushing you to pull the trigger to get divorced. Let me really reevaluate this. Can I get through this? Have I seek prayer enough? Have I seeked enough wise uh, counsel from people that I trust before I just go and just pull the trigger and just end this marriage? You know, yes. think about the people that it's going to affect. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you had, and I, I, I've been there, you know, I've been there before, especially, you know, early on when I'd be like, you know, do I want a divorce? Do I want my children to be around another you know, to, around another man, to sit up, to be around another woman, you know, from, from uh, their the father in. Do I really want that? Did he piss me off that bad that I'm really just willing to end it and just throw my kids into the picture where it just, you know, they, they got to be raised by strangers opposed to their dad. Yeah. And every time I think of it that way, I break down like, yeah, you know, he pissed me off, but... I can I can I can get past it. I don't I I I'd rather let him know where I feel about where I'm at with that, how I feel about it, how it affected me, and see where we go from there. And then and, and if you are a praying woman and know that you're connected to a praying man, God will speak to both of you all. Yes. Yeah, it's really about the heart of the person that you're with, because we all have bad days. But if you look at right. the heart of the person that you're with. You know, listen, I know this man has a good heart. We just had a bad day and it was a bad day. Right. And that's very, that's going to happen. Marriage right. is imperfect, but the love can definitely be genuine, true and real for right. sure. But one thing I do want to say, I want to encourage a lot of women because we have women on our panel that are on our, 
our viewers that are watching who may not be married. And I think one of the biggest problems that we're seeing in marriages and in women is that a lot of times we don't want to give. We go into marriages and we want what we want and I'm going to get what I want and that's it. But you have to think about what does he want? That's right. What can I do? When I wake up in the morning, I look at my husband and I say, what can I do to make his day better today and to make him happy that he's married to me? You have to think about him because in making his day better, guess who's going to benefit from him having That's a great right. day? Absolutely. Me. me. Absolutely. So we have to think about our spouses in a way. We have to consider them more. And trust me, we hold the key. We hold the key. So if I'm in a bad mood, the whole house is going to be disruptive. If I'm in a good mood and I'm spreading love and I'm hugging and kissing everybody, it's going to be a domino effect. And in the end, I'm the one that will benefit from all of that happiness, love, and positivity. Absolutely. So, Nikwe, uh, let's talk a little bit about your your movies. Do you? I know you and your husband, you guys have gone to the movies with me and my husband before. Give me a good movie. Like, what's your favorite movie? I, you know what, Toy, I like funny movies. You won't believe it or not, but I like um, Crooklyn. Oh. I, I, I like to laugh. Um, I, I really just like laughter movies that make me love movies. I also like, you know, mother-daughter movies like Steel Magnolias. You know, um, I, I like, you know, movies like that. So, and I like a few uh, romance movies and stuff like that too but overall like my I can watch Crooklyn and Steel Magnolias like every day oh that's awesome you know Nikwe I have admired you from the first time we met and like I said you have a unique gift of helping other women become more empowered you have the strength and the ability to help people look inside themselves to tap into skills and talents that they didn't even know that they had. And I appreciate you for that. Your influence has touched my life. Your influence has definitely touched my marriage and enhanced it, you and your husband. I just love both of you so much. And before we go, I just want to know what legacy are you creating for your life? When the pages of your life have been reviewed, what do you want to be remembered for? I want people to remember me uh, to be genuine, um, you know, uh, to, to hopefully mimic uh, the, kind, the, the calm spirit that I have, the kindness that I exhibit, you know, 95% of my life, you know, me being the God-fearing woman that I am, and most of all, of connecting people together. Mm-hmm. Putting uh, people together and so, you know, so they can go around and it just be, you know, an epidemic, like you say, just spreading love with one another. We, we all connect and it's always love when we all connect together. Wow, that's absolutely beautiful. And that's definitely what you have done. You have helped me connect better with my husband and my personal life. You definitely have a gift and a talent and I'm so thankful that God put us together because it was nothing but God that put yep. my husband and your husband together on the same shift and conversations going between the two of them that connected the two of us 
That's so it's right. definitely a divine intervention and I'm thankful for it. I'm so happy that you were able to come here today to talk to us, to empower us. And I'm definitely going to institute your technique about our fences day. Yes. And yes. you know what, Nikoi, as I sit here, I realized that a fences day could be something that I could also incorporate with my daughter. Yeah, you can you can incorporate it with your daughter. I mean, whoever you want to build a relationship, you know, man or whatever. It can, it doesn't just have to work with your spouse. Yes, yes, definitely. So, um, Nikoi, do you have anything else that you would like for our listeners and our viewers to know about you before we? Um, no, they, if they want to reach out to me, they, I'm, I'm on Facebook, I'm on, um, Instagram, they can reach out to me. Um, and just, um, I'm, I'm so, you know, admired, you know, with the strength that you took from your dad's tragedy and just putting and putting this and, um, just, you know, putting a love spin on it, you know, so I, I'm just so admired, you know, by that and your strength and everything. So that's that's pretty much it. And I'm an open book. If they have questions and want to know anything, you know, they can reach out to me. Okay. Thank you, Nikwe. I appreciate that. Uh, my dad, he my father was 67 years old and he did a lot of wonderful things in those 67 years here on earth. But uh, he was involved in a murder-suicide. He killed his wife and then he turned the gun and killed himself. So there is a lot of horrible things being said about my dad and what he did and he did he committed the most horrible act that any human being could ever present but what I want to know what I want to say is there was so much more to him you know my father had problems that we didn't know about we're just now finding out things about him so my aim my purpose and my goal is to spread love because Trust me, my father must have felt a lack of love somewhere in his life. And sometimes when people are sick or when they're going through something, you can have so much love around you, but you just can't receive it because you're so deeply embedded in pain. So I want to raise awareness for suicide awareness. I want to raise awareness for spreading love, for depression, anxiety, whatever people are going through. I want to touch on those topics. And today you have helped me bring forth my mission on my platform here, speaking of love. And that's exactly what we've done today. We've been speaking of love and I appreciate you. I thank you for being here. I thank your husband for connecting us together. What was it? I think maybe four years ago we met. So thank you for that. So, um, so if you want to give out your email address or maybe they can reach out to you, actually you're tagged in our Facebook feed here. Anyone wants to reach out to Miss Nequay Perry, please reach out to her on her Facebook page. You'll be more than uh, welcome to do so. And also the book for her husband is called He Brews Your Faith and it's available on Amazon. I will definitely link it to our Facebook feed here. But Miss Nequay Perry, thank you so much for being here. I love you, my sister. I bow to your excellence and I'm so happy that you were here with us this week. Thank you, Toy, for having me. I love you too. And we will uh, definitely be in touch for sure. Okay. Well, thank you, everyone, okay. all of my Facebook viewers. Thank you for being here with us this week. I appreciate you tuning in. And I will be back here next Sunday with another episode, next Saturday 
with another episode of Speaking of Love. And I hope you all have a great week and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye.